What's going on, everyone? After what I feel like has been like an age-long, you know, year-long hiatus, it kind of feels like but it's only been a couple of weeks. We are back. Uh, I had to move, as you can even see behind me. Just you can see new scenery in the background. Uh, you know, new office, new house, all that good stuff. But we are back. And it's good to be back and, you know, right at the right time, week of love of Texas high school football season. Uh, lots of games going to, you know, decide a lot of things. Who's going to make the playoffs? What seed you're going to go to? All these things are important. Just because you've locked up a playoff spot doesn't mean the deal is done because, hey, if you can get out to the two seed or if you can avoid being like the four seed, those are all good things to consider. So, you know, just because you got a playoff seed doesn't mean, uh, you know, locked in doesn't mean things are, are done. Before we do all that, Shayna, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, you know, trick-or-treaters came and went, and then I immediately took all my Halloween decorations down and put up Christmas because it makes me happy. And why not spend the next two months happy, right? Um, but I'm doing great, uh, ready to see what this week has to go with high school football across the state, but especially in my area. Yeah, um, and here we go. I'll show you another look. Another, another look at my new my new setup. Got my Zelda stuff behind me, uh, with some fun codes there. So uh, it is all good. And you, like you said, it's interesting. You skip Thanksgiving. No, no Thanksgiving decorations. Straight to Christmas. Although I guess in the way those things can kind of intermingle. So um, you know, uh, we're we're hopefully hosting Thanksgiving here. That, that's the plan. So that should be a fun time. You know. New house, you know, uh, a little closer, so everyone's going to come on down, which is nice. But let's talk about Texas high school football. As we said, it is week 11, and things are heating up. Um, I don't even know if we need to really talk about any of the games last week because really at this point, all that really matters is the games this week. What's going to happen this week is going to determine a lot of things playoff-wise. So, Shayna, just kind of initial thoughts. You know, something interesting, too, that has kind of been pointed out uh, because of all the severe weather, especially in your area, uh, Shayna, is like almost half the games have been moved, uh, 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 if I'm not mistaken, have been moved um, to um, to Thursday or some crazy number like that. There's a crazy amount of games that are being moved to Thursday uh, to avoid that weather. And and now you're, you're kind of dealing with official shortages and stuff like that. So lots of crazy drama last week of the Texas high school football season. But let's talk about your area. I got a lot of, te- you know, just kind of I'm, I'm going to do a run through some of these districts here and, and, and some of these regions here in a minute. But just your initial thoughts in the Dallas area this week when it comes to Texas high school football. You know, um, the the weather has been crazy for one, absolutely. Um, we saw a little bit of it last week, and I love how it's waited a whole week to get back to Friday and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to mess it up again. Um, but my initial thoughts uh, are looking at Keller Fossil Ridge. Um, they need a huge victory over South Lake Carroll to really uh, – you know, one, clinch playoffs, but make a statement. Um, but then that could, like, rearrange the entire the entire district for them because, as you know, VR Eaton's in their district. Trophy Club, jo- Trophy Club Byron Nelson is in their district. So Keller Fossil Ridge, they need this win, um, but VR Eaton needs them to lose <laughs> to be able to get into the – to, to playoffs. Um, they could clinch with a, VR Eaton could clinch with a victory um, over Trophy Club Byron Nelson. Byron Nelson has been absolutely phenomenal this season, as we have seen. And they also would need Fossil Ridge to lose to South Lake Carroll to clinch a spot. So 
to me, this has been the biggest thing that I've been looking at because, you know, Keller Fossil Ridge, VR Eaton, both are really good programs. Both have been good over the past couple of years. They've been rebuilding. They've been working on, um, you know, all of the mechanics that go into the game. So watching them this season has been great. And coming down to the wire for playoffs is something that I think is going to be the thing to watch in this area. Um, uh, some small ones that I've been looking at is Irving MacArthur. They need a victory over Richardson Berkner, but not only do they need a victory, they need to win by two scores. Um, that is, you know, something that they, they are going to have in their minds as they're playing, and that could be something that throws them off. Berkner, uh, you know, they've usually been good. They've been all right this season, um, but MacArthur really, really wants this. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if they can pull it off with two scores. And then another one of the smaller ones I've been looking at is uh, the winner of Lake Dallas versus Denton is going to clinch the final playoff spot for their district. And that's always something that I think you want to watch because when it's the final berth, um, that game is going to come down to the wire. Lake Dallas is really, really good. Denton, um, they're really, really good. And they're kind of rivals in this area. They're so close to each other, a, a bridge separates them. Um, so that's gonna be another game to watch. And then I would say the most, the biggest one, uh, now if we're gonna talk bigger ones in the area, um, Hebron. Hebron needs Plano to lose this week to clinch a playoff spot, but they also will need to beat Louisville. Louisville has been very, very good. Um, Hebron has been vying for this moment all season. Um, however, Plano, they need a huge win over Capel to clinch a playoff first. So we're going to be watching these two games. Um, and then the trickiest thing in that district is Flower Mound, if they beat Plano West and Hebron beats Plano, there would be a three-way tie for fourth in District 66A. Um, in this scenario, I believe it would be Plano that would clinch the playoff berth per like their district's formula. Um, but this is the, the biggest one in the area that I think people are um, focusing on to see how it plays out because it, this one's a lot of win scenarios um, because it would be that four-way tie that we're looking at. Three-way tie, sorry. Yeah, I mean, things are crazy all across the state. Uh, you know, I want to kind of run through, and I'll put you on the screen here, so in case you want to jump in on any of these. I mean, let's go through this region by region. I guess we'll start, let's start in, um, you know what, I had region four popped up, but let's see if I, let me get to region one. Let's let's go one through four. That, that sounds a little better. I mean, you mentioned it with, with uh, you know, uh, you know, district, uh, you know, four six A right there. I mean, Foster Ridge and VR Eaton. I mean, you, both of them are fighting for that playoff spot. Uh, but um, hey, guess what? You you, you know you have to uh, you have to face uh, the two toughest teams in that district um, to even get a chance for that four spot. So um, you know, Fossil Ridge. You know, they just need VR Eaton to lose. They're good. Um, um, but uh, what? Well, and then I don't know. Uh, the Timber Creek situation there. So, um, but um, I mean, if all of them win Timber Creek, who's Timber Creek plays? They play Keller Central. So that could be a three-way tie right there. Um, so 
um, you know, interesting things. And I think you, you talked about that already, but, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, when you need a win, it's not good when you play the top two teams in district right there. Um, another one in Region 1. You know, I, this isn't so much of a, hey, you know, you, you got you got um, Berkner and, P- and Pierce right there going for that four, um, uh, four spot. But Highland Park, 7-0, undefeated, 9-0. What an impressive start to them for, for their, you know, 6A debut, if you will. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do come playoff time. Uh, you know, what kind of a run they can make this year. Um, I'm pretty sure, and you, know, you might have to correct me if I'm wrong, but are, would they go Division Two here if they make the playoffs, Shana? Do you, do you know their enrollment numbers there? Um, so I don't know their enro- no, uh, enrollment numbers, but I do think they would go Division II. Um, I agree with you. Their 6A debut has been phenomenal. Um, you almost You almost want to ask like is the old highland park back they they've shown their strength their strength they have um done the work they're back at it and is this gonna be another highland park that we saw with john stephen jones that just dominated the area they moved up and they're just dominating um i don't want to jinx it they are doing really great and (laughs) If they lose, I will take the blame, I suppose. Um, but you almost have to wonder: is is Highland Park back? Are they are they taking state this year? It'd be interesting indeed. Um, moving on, let's go to Region Two. I'm in five A um, uh, district uh, district eight five A um, um, uh, region or five A division one, I should say. Um, you got Port Arthur Memorial, Kingwood Park. They're battling it out. They got a game to decide first place in that district. So a winner takes first place. And then you got you got a kind of an interesting situation. You have Barbers Hill sitting at five and two, Crosby and Porter at four and three, and the port at four and four. I mean, uh well, the bad thing for the port is they've already played all their games. They got the 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 you know uh you know uh not I guess not random but a rare um week eleven bye week and so now they're kind of on the outside looking in, kind of maybe hoping Crosby and Porter lose. Crosby playing a one and eight Goose Creek Memorial, um, Porter playing a six and three Barbara Seal. So, um, you know, interesting things right there. Um, right now, um, Porter uh, is on the outside looking in. Um, they're going to need some help. Like I said, they play Barbara Seal. So if they get a win, that's good for them. Uh, and then, like I said, Crosby's playing Goose Creek Memorial. So, uh, need a little help. I don't know if Crosby. I don't think that one's going to matter. I think that 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 kind of seems locked in. I think you know Crosby. They should win that game. So that one, but that that in that district, it's the Port Arthur Memorial Kingwood Park who's taking that uh, that um, number one spot there. Um, some other ones. Let me. Uh, if you ever need to jump in, just jump in, Shana. Um, while I'm looking through some of these, uh, Lovejoy and Melissa um, in uh, district uh, district. Um, Five, uh, seven five eight uh, division two, they're playing for that district title right there. That's going to be a good game to see who gets that one seed, uh, for sure. Um, moving on down, and I, I know you are a little more familiar about those teams. That's kind of a Dallas area team. Uh, another, uh, you, you know, you really don't think about it. Um, you kind of think South Oak. Now you, you think they're the favorites, 
Uh, South Oak Cliff has yet to lock up that division crown in um, District uh, 65A Division 2. Uh, Wilson undefeated in district as well. So uh, that one they're playing this week. So that, that's for the division crown. So that should be a good one. You know, you, you usually think, oh, South Oak Cliff, ha- you know, they've already won the district. Nope, not yet. It's going to take till week 11 to do it. Um, another, I mean, there's a lot of games going for district crowns this week. And that, and they're all seem to be happening almost in the, in the DFW area, right? Um, district five, yes. uh, five, a division two, Midlothian heritage, Everman, both six and zero in district going for that district crown this week. Um, so, and then, uh, other than that, that, that district's pretty much, um, set up for, for, for the top four schools. Um, let's see. Uh, Willis uh, in District 13 6A is on the outside looking in. Uh, they are four and three. Conroe's four and three. Willis is the five seed. Conroe's the four seed. Conroe has the win over Willis this week, uh, and Conroe has a, a very winnable game against College Park. Uh, Willis has Oak Ridge, which is a very good team in their own right. So, um, but this is interesting. They're um, their district records. Oh, no, no, I got it right. So, um, yeah, so Oak Ridge, so there's something wrong there with uh, with um, with Oak Ridge's record on max preps. So, because they, they're sitting at 7-3 and three with 10 games, but they also have a uh, a game against Willis this week. So, that's that's weird there on max preps. So, uh, but uh, Willis on the outside looking in on that one. Um, uh, an interesting, here's an interesting one in District 16, 6A. Um, you have Bridgeland, Cypress Falls, and Cypress Woods all at four and two. So they are taking up the, um, they are taking up the second through four spots. But, um, then you have Langham Creek and Cypress Springs that are right behind them. So you can have, I don't, I don't even know how to begin to talk about this one. Uh, because if Cypress Springs wins, they'll have the same record as, as Bridgeland at four, at four and three. And you have Cypress Falls and Cypress Woods, uh, who you look at their records, who they're playing. Um, Cypress Woods probably should win their game, so probably might you know if things go south, they might like that. That that that's going to be an interesting one. There could be a lot of drama in that in that uh, district right there. Um, here we go. Here's another one for you, Shana, uh, in District 15, 6A. Klein Kane, Klein Collins, Tomball, all five and one. Uh, now this is one through three, so you know not, you, you're really looking for who's going to get that one spot. Um, and, and Klein Kane, who, uh, who they play, Klein Kane, Pellings, Tomball. So there you go. Uh, you, we could have eventual uh, two-way tie for first, and then whoever won that game will take it. So, um, but still some drama there. Um, where else can we go? Let's go to Division Three. I know I'm just rambling now, but. You know, it's important to talk about these games because they are right here. It's it's the important um, kind of week 11 games. Uh, Jasper and Silsby, District 9, 4A Division 2, playing for that district crown. Uh, you have A&M, Consolidated, College Station, and Georgetown, similar as, as one we just talked about, all 5-1 battling for that, for that one seed in District uh, 11, 5A Division 1. Uh, so that's an important district to look at right there heading into week 11. Let me keep on looking here through my, I have a bunch of different tabs open of all the districts here. Um, looking at, um, yeah, you know, something, this is something funny and and I want to get your thoughts on this. We're going to take a little sidebar here just to give everyone a little refresher. LBJ won last week. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, Shana. LBJ won last week 
And here's the final score for for the people. They they beat East Side Early College, ninety six to nothing. Shana, did you hear about this? I so did. they won they won ninety six to nothing, and that was with like taking a knee, basically the whole fourth quarter and most of the third quarter. Um, and and you know I think LBJ had petitioned Austin ISD to remain in four A and, and was denied. What do you what do you think about this, Shana? Let me get your thoughts on this. I mean. Should should UIL give some kind of credence to teams? Maybe not credence is the right word, but some leeway to some of these teams, knowing that like this doesn't help LBJ, right? I mean, they're they're having they're forcing themselves to to play tough non district opponents, which is good for them by doing that because they know. I mean, they're not have like for the next you know five or six weeks for the most part. Once they hit district, they're not going to get challenged. I mean, I mean here's here let me I mean here's here's their district scores right here. I'll give it to you. Give me one second. Um, Sorry, if you can hear that, I don't know if I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> Max Preps does. So here's their district scores. Uh, they had a forfeit, um, so there you go. That's a good way to start. 68-14, 89 nothing, 70 to nothing, 82 to nothing, 96 to nothing. I mean, Shane, just talk about this. What I mean, UIL has to give some leeway to some of these schools in these situations, right? I mean, I know it's it's probably not common, but what what, what are your thoughts on this? I know it's all about numbers and that's how they decide this. Um, but you, you've got to, you've got to really consider and wonder. I would, I would hope they would give some, you know, consideration to these schools and, and how the teams play. And we, we see this a lot in Allen. A lot of people here are questioning like, why isn't Allen split into several school schools rather than just Allen high school. Um, Austin LBJ is phenomenal, and watching them blow out their opponents at game after game after game, um, it does it does start to make you wonder. Hey, UIL, <laughs> do you not see this? And um, I, I would hope they give that that leeway. I know it's hard because it all comes down to numbers and um, attendance and everything like that. Um, but I, I'm just, I guess I'm at a loss for, you know, wondering how this works because you see it, you also see it in taps. Um, a lot of teams moved up and Dallas Christian has been dominating because that's what Dallas Christian does. And you have to sit here and wonder, is this not seen? Do people not, <laughs> not care? I, we see this, I saw this when I was in high school also with, um, maybe it was Bernie, but I, I agree with you. I, I'm surprised that more consideration isn't taken into moments like this. Yeah, it's an interesting scenario indeed. And and I know LBJ, I mean, I think they even tweeted the, the LBJ sports Twitter account was not really happy about, I mean, obviously who would be because at the end of the day, you're not really getting a lot of experience for for your guys because you're not getting a challenge. So interesting, uh, but just wanted to bring that up. Uh, District 10, 5A, uh, Division 2, Lake Creek and Brenham, another uh, 5-0 and versus 5-0 and district opponent. Uh, and then you have Randall, Montgomery, and Huntsville all battling for those three through four spots. Randall and Huntsville play. So whoever wins that one will get in, and, and then Montgomery – um, they play Rudder, so I mean, if uh, who's own five in district, so you figure if they win, they're in, and then the winner of the Randall Huntsville game will get in, uh, will get in there. Um, let me keep on going through here. 
uh district 19 6a i mean this one's got some good stuff all over you have you have Cinco Ranch and Tompkins battling for the for now. Of course, it, it, you know, I, I guess you could say for two spot for bragging rights, right? Because at the end of the day, well, uh, I got I don't know those numbers. I think actually those two might be battling for the one spot for uh, Division One because I think Katie's going to go D two in this scenario. Uh, if I'm not, if I'm correct, I believe uh, I got to look at those numbers, but I'm almost positive that um, Katie is going to go D D two regardless. Um, I don't have the enrollment numbers with me. But then you have Jordan, uh, Peto, and Morton Ranch all there going for basically that last spot. They're all at four and three. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jordan and Morton Ranch played each other, and Peto plays Tompkins. So um, you kind of have to figure, you know, unless Tompkins is sending people at that winner of the um, the uh, Jordan-Morton Ranch game will end up making the playoffs. So, um, more, I, I want to look at those numbers. I, I, I think Katie's locked in at D2, but again, uh, I don't know those numbers for Peto, Mort Ranch, and Jordan. So, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. That one's anyone can can make it, it seems like, right there at this point. Moving on, still in uh, Region 3, looking at some of these uh, games here, seeing what, what we got. Um, nope, nothing there. Oh, I will say in our KPRC game of the week, Straight Jesuit is playing undefeated Shadow Creek. Shadow Creek undefeated, by the way. It's uh, you know, good for for them. There, I think it's their what third year in six A now, uh, or second year, something like that. No, third year, third year in six A. Um, and so Straight Jesuit needs to beat Shadow Creek, and I think they need some help on top of that to make the playoffs. So you know, their playoffs started uh, start start on Friday, right there. Um, I'm going to keep on going here, still in Region 3. Um, you have, I mean, District 21-6A, that's in the North Shore District. Um, you got, you're going to have a battle for um, second place, Atascacita and Summer Creek. They play each other there. So, I mean, basically bragging rights, right? I mean, you say second place, but in this case, you know, the top two enrollments go D1, the lower two enrollments go D2. So mainly for bragging rights. And finally, let's move to Region 4. That's kind of my my region, if you will. Uh, game that I am most likely going to be at, or no, I am going to be at. I just got to prove this morning. Hondo and Poteet going for that two spot. Uh, they're playing each other this Friday at Hondo. Uh, I will be there covering it on the Vibe SATX account as well as photography, videography. You know me. I do it all. So, uh, But that game will be for the two spot. Um, and then uh, I think the loser automatically gets locked in a three spot. Jern 10 has locked in um, the district crown because they he, they beat both teams. So even if Jernton somehow loses, they have the tiebreaker. So they are locked in there. Uh, keep on going here. Uh, we got District 13-4A. Um, you got Davenport and Lim Passes battling for that uh, two spot. But Davenport has the, uh, the tiebreaker there. Um, let's talk about, let me get to it here. Oh, here we go. Big time game, Shana. District 15, 4A, Pleasanton and, and, uh, Beeville. Uh, that's, that's a game to, to watch. I think it's one of our pickums. I, I made it, you know, obviously intentional. That game will pretty much, I think, decide who's going to be the two seed and who's going to be the four seed, uh, cause Calhoun plays Floresville. So Floresville could potentially sneak in, um, uh, maybe actually, did uh let's let's see how, how did y'all do against Floresville? Did y'all did Beville beat Floresville? They did so. Uh, Floresville is kind of on the outside looking in there. 
Um, but I think you're 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 going for the the two seed there with Pleasanton and Vito Jones, and and like I said, the loser could end up um, potentially being the um, um, could potentially be the four seed if Calhoun wins. So because um, you know you're sitting there at two and three, and, and you don't want to be the four seed right there because um, I'm pretty sure you you might get Bernie in that case. Maybe I, I don't know the brackets yet, but. You know, odds are you could be getting Bernie in that first round, um, and you don't want to get Bernie in the first round. Um, that's that, that. I mean, probably the best four A team in the, in that area. Um, whole bunch of mess in thirteen five A Division two. You got uh, three teams sitting at three and two, and another sitting at two and three. Um, although I don't foresee Piper, the two and three team, winning. Um, so you got. Uh, I think it's uh, was it uh, Lockhart and Tyvee are playing. So that's going to be. Probably, again, like the same thing we just talked about. Whoever wins probably locks in the two seed. Whoever loses probably gets the uh, probably gets the four, four seed. So, don't want that. Uh, still looking here. Uh, you got side in 25-6A Division 4. You have um, you have basically Vista Ridge, Cedar Ridge, Maynard kind of all battling for that uh, kind of four spot. Uh, three and four spot uh, Vista Ridge does play Vandergrift, so you're like, oh, good, they can, they, you know, that's a good loss. But I think Maynard's on the outside looking in. I think Maynard is going to need Cedar Ridge to lose, and Cedar Ridge plays McNeil, um, so oh, probably not going to happen. So Maynard on the outside looking in there. Um, let's see, another good game uh, are coming up: District 27, 6A, San Marcos, and East Central. Winner gets in, loser goes home is basically where it's at. Clemens can get in the playoffs, but they would need to beat Steele, which I don't think is going to happen unless something crazy happens. I mean, Steele's 4-0, 9-0 on the season. Um, so basically, San Marcos versus East Central, winner take all playoff spot right there. Uh, and I think that is going to be, I think that's going to do it. Um, I mean, there's some other games out there, of course. Uh, you know, there are some basically winner go go home games already. Uh, out there um, there's a few that you know there's no no extra um, no extra um, like hey it, this could happen where there's a three-way tie there's 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 a few games out there where you know hey if you if you if you don't win you go home and end of story nothing can help you so lots of good games Sheena which one I, I know we've talked our talked everyone's ear off here and and you know, um, for the last 30 minutes or so. And, and so let's get out of here, but you know, let's close it how we normally do. If there's a game you can go to this week, which game would you go to? So I am having a tough time picking between McKinney versus Prosper and Mansfield versus DeSoto. So I'm just going to kind of quickly run down both of those games. Um, and then like decide after I run them down. Um, McKinney versus Prosper, both teams have been playing incredibly well. McKinney is on the same level that McKinney Boyd was last season. I don't know if you remember how much we were shocked and surprised and, you know, kind of kind of hoping to see McKinney Boyd continue to do well last season. That's kind of where we are with McKinney this season. Um, Prosper, though, they're rolling through it. Harrison Rosar is being, you know, the great quarterback that he is in this area. Um, and they they're coming off of a huge win over Allen. So the two are in postseason different brackets, essentially. So it's not going to matter who wins, really. It's just going to be a really exciting game to be at. And what what's more fun than just being at an exciting game? 
Then you have Mansfield versus DeSoto. Uh, the winner of this game decides the seeding. It decides number one in Division Two, and the loser will be second seed. Um, it's going to be a hard-fought game. Mansfield and DeSoto are both very good. Uh, we see DeSoto more often than we see Mansfield, so Mansfield wanting to get this one over DeSoto is going to be hugely impactful. Um, but we're going to see a lot of strings be pulled on DeSoto's end, a lot of um, secrets up their sleeves. I guess if I had to pick, this is going to be the game that I would be at. Um, excitement is fun, and that's going to be McKinney versus Prosper. Um, but seeing how the seeding plays out, I think, in my opinion, would be a little more um, interesting to be at. Shana, how can you not say Beville versus Pleasanton? It's our alma mater. That's the game to be at. How can you? How can you not say that? Like I am because I'm it's really been dis- a rough two weeks for Beville. <laughs> really disappointed in the, in your answer there. It's got to be Beville versus Pleasanton. Of course, I'll be at Poteet versus Hondo covering that game. Uh, like I said, two seed on the line. So before we get out of here, Shana, who are you shouting out today? Um, you know, volleyball, they're in playoffs and they're doing really, really great. All the teams that are making it and, and getting this far, um, especially Hockaday Volleyball. They're um, an SPC school. They don't get a whole lot of love. Uh, they are reigning state champions or I guess conference champions since SPC covers more than just uh, Texas. Um, so big shout out to Hockaday. They're doing amazing. Um, and then just volleyball in general. They've grinded this entire season and watching them play their first playoff games has been exciting. And I'm glad that volleyball playoffs is back. Yeah, and I'll shout out all the teams fighting for their lives this weekend, uh, whether it's, you know, fighting for that last spot, fighting for a spot, whatever it may be. Shout out to all those teams that are, you know, grinding and trying to get that win this week. So that being said, that is our show for today. We'll be back tomorrow again after a long hiatus. We'll be back with Bike Recruit Spotlight. Now that I've moved in, right? You know, I had to move the one week, and then last week I had some internet issues. So finally back in the swing of things. So until then, I am Wack, and that's Shayna, and we'll see you at the games.